Hey everyone, my name is Megan and welcome back to the What's Your Why podcast. Today's episode is one that I recorded with Cole, who I recently came across through the Tea Time podcast that he co-hosts. Cole has so much wisdom and life lessons that he so generously shares on his own podcast and I'm so grateful that he's here today to share some of that wisdom with us. During this episode, Cole gives us an insight into what life has been like for him growing up as a young trans man and all that he's navigated his way through to get to where he is today. He also chats about the journey that he's been on with his depression and anxiety as well and why breaking the stigma around antidepressants and getting support is so important to him and how he wants to be a helping friend to the young people that are coming behind him on their journey of transitioning as well. And there's so much more that we talk about in this episode too that I'm so excited for you to get to listen to. And if you're impacted by anything that comes up in this week's episode, please do reach out to us on Instagram and you can find some supports linked in our highlights on the page. But for now, I've done enough talking. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to pass over to Cole who's going to introduce himself. My name's Cole. I have a podcast called Tea Time Podcast, which I'm a co-host on. Um, and I identify as he, him, they, them, um, and I'm a trans male. Tell me a little bit about where the podcast came from. So essentially, I mean, Tea Time Podcast started when my co-host Kaz was kind of going through a bit of trouble with their transition. Um, and they had a bit of trouble with the doctors, a bit of trouble with like medical stuff. Um, and I, I mean, I reached out to him and I was just, just basically like, we should start a podcast. Um, just purely because he was quite open about speaking about his his experience, and not a lot of trans people want to, you know, publicly be out there and speak about what they're going through and things like that. So I was just like, "Fuck it, let's just do a podcast and um, let's just go." You know, um, I mean, I feel like as soon as people put something like that out there, anyway, it kind of reaches out to the right kind of people. So yeah, that's kind of where it came from, really. And what is it that you hope to achieve with the podcast? Me personally, what I would want us to achieve with it is to kind of give the younger people something that we didn't have so we didn't really have trans people to kind of follow on and kind of fall back on or even kind of listen to um who were completely open about the good bad and the ugly about their transition um, and that's kind of what me and Kaz do so we just talk about everything and anything um and I think it's kind of important to kind of reach out to people especially the young people um, because they're the ones that are struggling the most with their transition at the minute. Um, so yeah, that, I mean, that's what we're trying to achieve. We're just trying to get it out there, spread the word and uh, yeah, make people aware of trans people really. Yeah. And what would it have meant to you to have somebody doing what you are doing when you were younger? <sighs> yeah, I mean, put, I mean, let's put it into perspective. When I started T, I, when I was young, I thought it was going to help me grow. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was going to give me like loads of basically fucking superpowers, <laughs> um, which it doesn't, by the way. Um, and I'm just barely getting facial hair at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, for me, it would have meant that I could manage my expectations um, with the process and, you know, with the NHS, with going private, um, with being on T and all of the physical changes that come with it. Um, so I think it would have kind of helped me have a good visual representation of what it actually is like to be trans instead of just, you know, the unicorns and fairies that people kind of make it out to be. Yeah. What is it like being trans? Uh, fun. It's <laughs> great. Um, but it's it's definitely, it's definitely very up and down. I mean, being on T, that definitely messes with people's emotions. Um, I mean, coming out is one of the hardest things people can do. I mean, even in this, even in 2022, do you know what I mean? It's still something that 
not everyone is happy with, um, not everyone accepts. Mm. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, it has its moments, but it's definitely an experience, I'd say. Um, I mean, I wouldn't change it for the world, but also like, I definitely would wish for it to be easier for some people. What was coming out like for you? Uh, so for me, it was, it wasn't that bad. Um, it was kind of just like my mum, I mean, my mum's a teacher, so she, she works in schools and she kind of sees all the different kind of people there are, all the different kids and all of the different phases they go through. She, she was quite understanding and most of my family are pretty understanding. I can't really imagine any of them having a bad word to say, but that's because they just like me, I guess, it's biased. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, I know, I understand it's very hard for a lot of people. Um, coming out, I think the worst reception I got was from like a few peers that I went to school with at the time I went to sixth form. So. I mean, when I came out, I came out as head boy. Um, so that was just a shock in itself. And everyone was like, what the fuck are you doing? Sit back down quick. Um, but I mean, I mean, I cried a little bit, whatever, but um, it was more the reception from some peers who I think, obviously it was the cishet males that were a bit like, oh, you can't be head boy and this, that and the other. But, you know, I still got it anyway. I mean, I did nothing to act <laughs> like at all. It just looks good on my like CV and whatever for a little bit, but um yeah i think that was probably the worst part of it um and i think for a lot of people that is something that they're most scared of um they're more scared of the people their age than they are their family half the time um just because people your age can say something um that family can't kind of thing like especially if they don't know you as well you hear a lot of trans stories where they kind of explain it as you're living life as a different person and it's, it kind of feels like hannah montana um, for me, like, and like like a lot of trans people, we kind of go through stages of thinking it might be sexuality, you know, going through being bi, then coming out as like lesbian or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and then you realise like, it's not even, it doesn't even make any sense to do that. Mm -hmm. um, so then you kind of backtrack and you have to go through the stages of gender and things like that. So, I mean, yeah, it is, it is just like, living two different worlds but at the same time when you take off that wig and stop being Hannah Montana let's say um you kind of feel you feel a lot better there's a lot less pressure when you do that so yeah, yeah I mean it's, it's cool but you definitely want to come out as soon as possible in your own time kind of thing and can you remember like the moment where you just felt like so content in yourself and happy and like your fullest form of you uh, yeah, I think for me, it was the first time I went and shopped for like actual clothes in the men's section properly for like six form. So, I mean, obviously six form, you have to kind of dress a bit smart and whatever. So, um, you know, I, I got my first set of ties, I got my first shirts and things like that. So I think that was like a whole euphoric moment for me. It was just like, oh my God, like I've got a suit. Uh, I was just so excited. And now like I will wear a suit at any given moment. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but like it, it 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 was great it was really it was really really just like there's no feeling on the world that's better than becoming yourself and being your true self um and i like i stress to all of my friends that like, who go through things and they're having, having like identity crisis issues and things like that i'm just like do whatever's making you happy because that is literally the best feeling in the world so yeah how has resilience played its part in your story um I mean, without resilience, I do you know what I 
but for a lot of people as well um a lot of trans people in general resilience is something that we have to have but it also comes with a lot of patience um because without without having that patience and kind of getting back up and continuing going we probably wouldn't even start our transition yet i mean the nhs is just literally the definition of terrible when it comes to starting a transition and they're getting better but like when i was at uni i got contacted by the nhs gender identity clinic um but i got contacted by one that was for people who were under 18 and obviously i when i got into uni i was already 18. Mm. so when they finally contacted me they said we can't help you we can refer you to the adult one so then it was like a longer waiting time and at that point i mean what was like 18 then so i probably would have only just been contacted now um i wouldn't have started my transition yet what was that like when you got that call it was just like it kind of feels like the be all and end all but you know there's so many other options so it's kind of like at that point it was just like i remember calling my mom like this is this is just so stupid and she was like yeah this is this is ridiculous um but there, obviously there's nothing you can do because you're on that waiting list like you just gotta wait just kind of like a just going in a circle constantly until i kind of decided just to go private it was just so much easier to do that but it, it kind of just felt like it feels like sometimes your voice isn't heard a lot um you know people aren't really listening to how necessary it is for you to go on tea and transition so yeah it was kind of it was pretty disheartening but at the same time you've just got to do it because you've got to just think of the end goal at that point um and getting that beard so yeah um. <laughs> <laughs> what person do you want to be for the people that's coming behind you um that's a good question i mean i, w- I want to be i don't <sighs> sounds weird but i don't want to be the person they look up to I want to be like the person they're standing next to, if that makes sense. So I want to be like the person there they see as a friend or see as someone they can talk to or see as someone they can share experiences with and we can share experiences together kind of thing. I don't want to be like an activist that's up there like, oh my God, like Cole does all of this stuff and he goes to all these, do you know what I mean? I'd rather be a person adjacent to you because um, I just feel like that's so much easier to talk to and that's so much easier to relate to um and I feel like even for me like if I was gonna message like an activist do you know what I mean I, I'm gonna be nervous myself I'd, I'd rather just be seen as a peer what do you think you would say to your younger self well I mean for starters I'd say you're you're a guy so like <laughs> <laughs> um I'd, I'd say start the process sooner mm-hmm. but I'd also say where I am now is where I need to be. Um, where I was before is where I needed to be to get to where I am now. Don't rush it. Yeah. Um, if you want to start the journey, start the journey, but where you are now is where you want it to be. So yeah. don't, you know, don't, don't panic really when bad things happen. Um, also, I'd say when people say things and people are going to say things, start not listening sooner that would be a good one and start ignoring the voices that don't matter to you sooner um you know that person who shouts at you on the street or that peer that you thought was a friend or that ex who turns out to be transphobic or 
Do you know what I mean? All of those things just like don't. It, it's very temporary. It does come to pass, and and when it does, you're so much happier. So yeah, fuck the haters. Yeah. <laughs> How did you get to where you are now? Because that's really hard shit. Like having someone that you love turning out to be someone that's transphobic and all of this stuff like how did you get to realizing that their opinions don't matter I think I got to that place or started getting to that place um in 2020 that was when everyone were kind of forced to get to that place kind of yeah. thing where you had to sit with yourself and kind of look at yourself in the mirror and say what's what hasn't been working now that I have the time to look at what hasn't been working um I mean at that point I remember like it was we start obviously we locked down in March um and at that time I was going through like a ridiculously weird breakup where it's just like it was just such a shit breakup like I got cheated on and all this stuff I thought my world was ending yeah it was it was, it was pretty hectic um what was but... that like sorry I I'm so curious about <laughs> That's all right. um it was that was like a wake-up call um because like since then I haven't I haven't had a relationship kind of thing and, and I'm kind of grateful for that time because I've always kind of wanted someone to validate who I am and really wanted them to kind of treat me as the guy I know I am kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so I kind of relied on that a lot when I was younger, but now it's like, I rely on myself to do that. Do you know what I mean? I'm really my own why for everything now. Um, so. I mean, yeah, that, I mean, it was hard because I, I moved out of their house and I had come back home. Like my depression and anxiety disorder really started to kick in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, I went, I went and got help, which I think is fucking vital for a lot of people. Um, I think there's such a stigma on getting help and like taking medication for things and stuff mm-hmm. that I think needs to be changed 100%. To put it bluntly, it just needs to be changed because yeah. Without that, without going to the doctor, without being on the medication that I'm still on today, yeah. um, I'd be a completely different person. Like I probably wouldn't get out of bed. I probably wouldn't even have a job. I wouldn't, do you know what I mean? Um, and those days do still come around, but now I'm able to kind of sit down with myself and take myself out of that situation, do something that's gonna make me feel good to get back up to where I need to be kind of. It was the start of like a two year plus journey that has just been, great like it's been great to find myself it's been great to have the power and wisdom to kind of sit down with myself and look inwards instead of go to other people and kind of think oh like what do you think of this what do you think of this kind of mm-hmm. thing um because i think there's power in being able to evaluate a situation on your own that's mm-hmm. your situation and actually learn from it and act on what you're telling other people to do after time yeah. um so yeah i mean Without that, I probably wouldn't have. I probably wouldn't be the person I am today. So, in a way, I'm grateful for lockdown. Um, yeah. And what's your favorite thing about being you? Um, I'd say my my power to. I keep calling everything a power, like a like, like an Avenger. <laughs> um, <laughs> my, I think I think it's like my my. Yeah, let's call it a power. It just sounds cool. Um, The power I have to talk to anyone and have a conversation with anyone. I think charisma is something that's often overlooked as being like a class clown, Mm -hmm. but it's so important to be a charismatic person. And even if you're not, it's important to be able to communicate full stop. And the fact that I can do that in any setting with anyone, I think that's 
I'd definitely say that's the, the thing I like my, most about myself. Um, like, yeah, obviously my social battery does run out, but it would take a long time for that to happen, to be honest. Um, I could be outside for days and never come home. And yeah, I think that's definitely the thing I like the most about myself. Because a lot of the time I'm the person that people would come to for advice or kind of come to to cheer them up. And because I'm just such an honest and open person and able to speak to everyone, it's just, it's just nice to be that person for other people, as well as myself. Though. Um, and I, I feel like when you start to see yourself, how other people see you, um, it's always nice. It's always nice to understand how people see your friends, your family, your your biggest flaw, your personal flaw could be something that is everyone else's favorite thing about you. Do you know what I mean? Um, what are you proudest of yourself for, do you think? Um, it's a weird one, but I think getting out of bed every day, um, I think that's something that a lot of people just take for granted, like, oh, I'm just gonna get out of bed and do this and do that. And it's one of those things that people are like, I've got to do it. But for me, it's like, I get to do it. I get to get out of bed. Because some people can't do that, do you know what I mean? Some people can't, you know, get up and do their own thing and fend for themselves. They need someone to help them do it. Or some people, you know, they just can't do it in general. It's just too hard for them to do on their own. Um, just mentally kind of thing. Um, so yeah, that I think that's the thing I'm proudest for because it's something I do every day or when I can every day or when I choose to not watch Netflix in bed all day kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm genuinely just proud of myself for just getting up and doing that because there was a time where I just didn't do that for a long time. Yeah. Um, and I think everyone kind of goes through that kind of time in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, that's the thing I'm most proud of for. And also, um, no, that's it. I'm no, probably. I mean, probably. The, I mean, probably the the podcast as well. I mean, I mean that's that the impact that's had on like people already is yeah. It's just crazy to think that people come up to me and they're like, "Oh my god, like you're on Tsum podcast." Along the fuck yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so you're on an autograph, like kind of thing. I just get so excited. I'm like, "Oh my god, you know who I am." Um, but yeah, I think those those would be the things I'm most proud about. Um, but I think everybody should be proud of just getting out of bed. Um, because uh, the way I see it, it's like a small win in the day helps loads of other wins because you just feel good. Do you know what I mean? It just releases so much serotonin. You're like, oh my God, yeah, I'm going to do everything I wanted to do this year <laughs> today. And you probably won't, but you'll try. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's the whole point. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I'm probably the most proud of. Um, because there are certain things that affect trans people that people don't realise. So like, it, it's not even just about misgendering people. It's about making sure that you validate the gender that they are. Do you know what I mean? Um, instead of kind of treating them as everyone else, but not realizing that you're devaluing, you know, how they feel and not really kind of listening to what trans people want. I mean, that's that's the whole point of being kind to everyone, you know, um, and being careful what you say. Obviously, always tell the truth, but like, make sure you say it in a way that's not gonna hurt someone else or upset yeah. someone or in a way the way you can just communicate things clearly um and also i think another thing people don't see is the down days which is something that happens almost every day for a lot of trans people there's always like a kind of moment where you just kind of feel like, oh, i hate the way this this shirt fits or i hate the way that um 
something looks or it's, it's just like little thoughts that will pop up it's just how your mind works it's, we're all human um but those are definitely things that people don't realize happen so you just kind of got to be don't obviously walk on eggshells around us with still normal people but at the end goal for us all is just to be treated where trans isn't just something that you are it's not like a label it's literally just yeah. like the first thing people say is an oh my god like you know cole he's trans it's oh do you know Cole he's jokes do you know what I mean oh do you know Cole like he's five foot four do you know what I mean like anything yeah. anything but oh do you know Cole he's trans do you know what I mean it's it's our end goal is just to be treated like it's not a conversation it's just something getting there but things take time I think I'll be dead by the time you go we all get there do you know what I mean it's, just, <laughs> it's gonna take a long time for it yeah. to be just something that's just normal um but yeah I think it's, it comes from people's fascination with it as well. And the fact that people want to understand it. Um, and obviously we're all for educating everyone. Um, but I think for a lot of trans people, every time you leave the house, it turns into like a seminar. Like you're telling like 15 people about your journey and all of this stuff. Um, and that, I think for me and Kaz now, I think that's why we've just like created the podcast. So we can just say, go listen to my podcast. <laughs> kind of thing. That's brilliant. <laughs> and what role do you think kindness plays in it all? Um, I think kindness is like the most important thing in general. Um, so I think it plays the biggest role in all of it because without kindness, I feel like people lose their way. I feel like the world kind of feels like this terrible fucking place and no one wants to go outside no one wants to be themselves but um yeah kindness is just such a massive thing um I, I don't even know how to explain it i just feel like it just plays such a big role in it it just plays a massive role in it i think for us personally when people are quite like kind to trans people you're automatically seen as an ally anyway but i think to take it that next step, um, correcting people when they get pronouns wrong, do you know what I mean? Um, stuff like that, that is another kind of act you can do. So there's, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's a massive thing. It's a massive thing. What do you think your why is? You know what? That's what I was talking to myself in the shower about as well. <laughs> I was like, what is my why? Like, what do I say? Um, my, my why is myself. And I know that. That sounds like, for some people that'd be like, what, like your why can't be yourself, but it can. Your why can be anything. Um, and my why is myself because I, for me, and for everyone else, it should be the same. Like you are the most important person in your own universe. Do you know what I mean? No one else is gonna value you the same as you value yourself. So why not, you know, that? I just don't understand. Why not be kind to yourself and why not be your own why so that you can make yourself happy? Um, and obviously along the way, you being happy always annoys other people. That's just how it goes. When you're the happiest, you're going to get more enemies. But, you know, oh well, like, like I said before, <laughs> fuck my haters. Um, but like also, when you're your own why, the life you start to live and the choices you start to make are so different to the choices you made before um, that you start to grow. Do you know what I mean? And growth is just so important. It's just important to do as a person, uh, whether that's knowledge, whether that's, you know, just uh, just in general, mentally, um, anything. Um, growth is just how people change, how people become better people. 
Um, so me, so for me, that's my why. I'm I'm my own why, and that's just because the you know the love and light that people give you will never ever compare to the light you have, and the love you have for yourself. So you know, why not? Why not make yourself happy? Oh, thank you so much for everything you've shared today, Cole. I literally have goosebumps. I'm so excited for people to get to hear the wisdom that you've shared today. So yeah, just thank you so much. And to anyone who's listened to this week's episode, thank you so much as well. That's all for this week. We'll see you next week for some more What's Your Why conversations.